4: Presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross, alongside Wes Reynolds right here. We've got drama in Detroit, third and goal for Minnesota. They are down by two. No timeouts left for Detroit. And a touchdown for the Vikings to Justin Jefferson as they take the lead.
5: Yeah, big for the teaser backers, by the way, because that does put them ahead of one Basically, one and a half. If you did a six point teaser, so now Minnesota ahead for the first time 27 23, two point conversion coming
4: back door open in Miami, but there's only about 10 ticks left on the clock here. Uh, 14 ticks left, 20 to 9 right now, 14 seconds to go. I wonder if Joe Judge is going to offer a field goal because they're down by 11 which would take that backdoor scenario Still away. Still kind
5: of a long field goal attempt here. I don't know if they're really close enough. As I see Mike Lennon leaving the field, this would be a 55-yarder that they're electing to do. And by the way, this is very good for the Miami contest players there who laid go. four on the contest line before the Daniel Jones news uh, announced. So, Graham Gano going to go out there, 55-yarder, trying to uh, make this a one-score game. Okay,
4: let's see if he can get that 56-yarder. It looks like I'm going to die a slow death of the over- in the ATL, by the way, the field goal by Gano is no good. That game's going to end 20 to nine. Miami officially will get that win. Let's go back to Ian McMillan. Ian, was there just a turnover there to end this game, and any hope of a, of a backdoor over here for the uh, Falcons backers?
6: Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be a turnover. It's a little bit of a weird play uh, catch by Russell Gage, which kind of came out, popped into a Buccaneers hand, and then ended up in like a, I believe I believe is a Falcons O lineman's hand. Um, but I think the Falcons will retain the ball here. Uh, regardless, but at the end of the day, it's probably over. The Bucks are going to cover, and unfortunately, that under is going to hit for you, Dave. That's an absolute heartbreaker, only 10 points uh, in the second half, barring obviously a last-second garbage-time touchdown here. So uh, looking like Buccaneers are going to hold on for the cover.
4: Okay, a minute two to go there. They do have the ball here, second and two at about their own 45. So a uh, first down now into Tampa territory, but tick, 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 with no timeouts there. So let's see if there's a miracle finish there for Falcons and or overbackers. Going to thank Ian McMillan for his yeoman's work today. Of course, check him out at BetSided.com. Bedside.com. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Ian McBets, a great handle there. Okay, let's go back out to Sean Green right now. Been watching the Eagles and the Jets, and, and Sean, just not a lot of action for the Jets in the second half. <laughs>
0: No, we, we had talked about how this uh, shootout in the first half, probably not sustainable. And that's certainly what we saw in the second half. No touchdown scored three field goals by the Eagles extending their lead 33, 18, two minutes left to go here. They they have the ball here at the jets 35, probably just going to run it out here, but it uh, looks good for the over betters Eagles minus four, all the way up to five and a half, or uh, honestly, whatever you got it at, even if you dabble with the pleaser teaser, uh, you're good <laughs> there. Most likely. And, uh, yeah, Minshew had a great first half, pretty quiet there in the second. And uh, Zach Wilson, kind of as expected, started off super hot and then uh, ended up with a turnover and interception, kind of ugly one there in the second half to derail any chance of a cover or win for the Jets.
4: Okay, I want to thank uh, Sean for his work today. Check him out, co-host of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow him on Twitter as I do it, Sean T. Green. Again, under two minutes to go there as the Eagles pump the football back to the Jets. Up 33-18. I'm looking for a miracle in the ATL. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. About 25 ticks on the clock there as that drive is stalling at about the 45-yard line of Tampa Bay. And Detroit, minute 17 to go. Jared Goff has just thrown an incomplete pass, third and 10, as Minnesota holding on to a four-point lead. But you know what Detroit players plus seven are saying.
5: Mm-hmm. Just don't have that golf pick six here. Yeah, yeah, not the pick six or pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, whatever right. you want to call it here. 27 to 23, Detroit. No timeouts left, by the way. 1-14 left to go.
4: Okay. And again, right now, uh, 20 to nine is a final between Miami and the Giants. Uh, we're going to go out to Ben Fox here in just a second. But again, final ticks in the in the ATL. There we go. They've got about seven seconds to go, and Matt Ryan's going to take a shot at the end zone. And that ball's going to be incomplete with two one, seconds one left. One
5: play. One play here for uh, for the over. If you had the over on this game, by the way, 30-17, obviously, the spread. Oh, my goodness. Clearly, everything in hangs the in the balance, balance here. And uh, Atlanta hurrying up. Tick, tick, tick here. So, they are going to have second and goal. Basically, one play left. Second and goal from the seven-yard line. It is to 30-17 Tampa.
4: Okay, everything hangs in the balance. So, before we say hello to Ben Fox, we're going to keep it right there because it's the official sweat zone here. Because, again... If you had the Buccaneers laying the 11, 11 and a half, it comes down to this play. Certainly the other side for the ATL. And the over-under, everything hangs in the balance here for a second and goal from Matt Ryan from the eight-yard line. So this is the ultimate garbage time. That means everything to everybody that played this game. And it looks like an incomplete pass is going to end this football game right there. Heartbreak for yours truly as the over does not cash. 30 to 17 is the final in the ATL, but it came down to one play. Speaking of drama, Detroit has moved the football into Minnesota territory here. 44 seconds to go there in regulation. My goodness, the Vikings, nothing comes easy mm-hmm. for either team here. So, again, the only thing really uh, in question here is, is if Minnesota backers in tees plays Can hold on to this four-point lead.
5: Yeah, because uh, not going to be cover time here. Road road favorite in the division, not going to get there. So 27-23, Detroit does have the football. No timeouts left to go. On the Minnesota 33 here. By the way, just 19 seconds left to go. Uh, If you're a Bears back, you're hoping for a miracle cover or something to happen. 33-22, but no timeouts. Looks like they're maybe going to get one more playoff or the clock is going to run out here. So 33-22 looks like your final score.
4: Okay, so it doesn't look like the Bears are going to try to even get off another play. That is the way that one ends. 33-22 is the final there. And Jared Goff to the end zone third and one with 22 ticks to go there. Uh, as that ball just comes up incomplete. A lot of drama here for at least uh, against the spread backers here. Maybe not so much wins and losses. But that Detroit game, my goodness, a lot of contest players out there that might have taken Minnesota today. Uh, this is a huge third and one coming up there. The Jets, 40 seconds to go there in New York. They're still trying. Mm-hmm. 33-18, but they have not scored a single point in the second half.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Second half, under going to get there easy. And all the Eagles numbers are going to cover. They were seven during the week. And then, of course, when Hertz was ruled out, it was Minshew. But they're going to get every single number here.
4: Okay, they do have a first down, but that game uh, sl- slowly sliding away. The Lions uh, are going to have a, a penalty, I believe, here. So, we'll get out. We'll figure that out there. But right now, let's go back out for the first time today to our VP of Digital Content, Ben Fox. Follow him on Twitter, bfox 22 uh, you've got the Jags and the Rams, and Ben looks like uh, a big return here to open up this game for LA.
7: Yeah, guys, uh, who's producing this show here? First of all, uh, this is crunch time for my Vikings. Right, we're, we're going my- to meet for the first live update. I know, oh, goodness. Well, we're, uh, we'll keep no. you updated there, Ben. I, d- <laughs> okay, just uh, just kidding. Yeah, I think this will be an interesting game. Uh, we saw some money late on the Rams. It's getting to fourteen. Uh, a lot of public betters on the Rams as well here to start, as you would kind of expect. Uh, a big bet, though, I have to say, on the Jaguars. Not one that I would place, but two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars on Ooh. the Jaguars plus fourteen. A lot of a couple notable injuries as well for the Jaguars out. Uh, I think it's really just going to be a question of can the Rams. Can they establish that tempo in the first half? And much like the Vikings didn't do against the Lions, can they kick a bad team when they're down, put them down early, and then kind of rest up? This is an important game for the Rams, so they have to get back on track.
4: Okay, so, Ben, we'll get right back. Uh, we'll check on in with you throughout this afternoon. But you wanted the drama in Minnesota. We've got it. First and 10, 12 seconds. Every at the week 19- with this
5: Vikings team.
4: Every single week. And you got to think you got at least two shots at the end zone. They're going to go underneath Detroit, Will. That's going to leave them seven seconds, a second down, at about the 12-yard line of Minnesota. So this is the game here in the early window that's coming right down to it. We're not going to get overtime, mm-hmm. which you and I normally get each and every week. But right now, it's third down, too. So you, you have maximum two plays. But again... It looks like at least Dan Campbell has maximized his plays. I'll give him credit for that. Because he's got two shots at of as long as they're quick. Because you would think in seven seconds from the 12-yard line, you should be able to make two plays happen. Uh, now they've actually added a second to it, mm-hmm. which is huge, up to eight seconds to go here, third and two.
5: Yeah, so uh, timeout by Minnesota. taken. Mike Zimmer had all three of his timeouts. Going to take one on defense. And uh, go ahead and see if he can get that group aligned, by the way. So uh, Detroit... Everything on the line in terms of teasers, also uh, potential survivor usage and survivor pools on the Minnesota Vikings. So it's going to be third and two from the 11 yard line, eight seconds left to go. We do still have one other game going on, by the way, that is the Chargers and the Bengals is Joe Burrow trying to pick himself up off the turf. He's been doing that a lot this afternoon, just got sacked there. 38-22, 38-22, to 22, still about six minutes left to go, but Chargers look like they have this one well on ice. Uh, looks like the clock's going to run out on the Jets. There might be one play left, 33-18 Eagles.
4: And Washington moving the ball deep into a Raiders territory in their first drive of the game, but back to the drama in Detroit as Jared Goff goes over the middle. It's going to be fourth down.
5: Yeah, they got one Four more Four
4: seconds. Play. It's all going to come down to this. So just like in the ATL, where everything, whether the over-under, whether you back the Bucks or the Falcons, it came down to one play. Mm-hmm. Right now, again, Detroit, if you took the seven, you've won that. You can already cash that ticket. The over, I believe, is already cashed here with 50 total points mm-hmm. in this game. So if you had that pre-flop,
5: that's a winner as well. And we've got a clash of the Titans here with the Washington football team and the Raiders. Washington football team, 31st out of 32 teams in red zone offense. But guess who's dead last? That would be your Las Vegas Raiders.
4: Okay, another timeout by Mike Zimmer as this drama plays. He's icing the
5: quarterback here. He
4: absolutely is. So uh, we might have to take a quick break here. But, again, so much hanging in the balance there in Detroit. But, again, you've already cast the key numbers if you had Detroit plus the 7 and the over with uh, 50 total points there. You mentioned the Washington football team right now. Really good drive. Five-minute drive here. They've got a third and one uh, inside the Raider. 10 yard line, and it looks like the Raiders are going to give up that first and goal scenario. Come on back. It's the green zone or the sweat zone right here in Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.
5: Is here and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and family-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back here on the Green Zone, Wes Reynolds and Dave Ross with you. And uh, got a recap because we were at break. Uh, it had been 364 days since the Detroit Lions had won a football game. That streak is now over. Detroit gets the win 29-27. to Beats Minnesota. Outright underdog winner if you're on the Detroit Lions at plus seven. So, Detroit gets it home, no longer winless, five and seven now. Mike Zimmer uh, taking some of the abuse on social media, and rightfully so. We'll see. Uh, Dick Vitale used to say when he got fired at the as the Detroit Titans head coach, "I got the Ziggy, I got the Ziggy, baby." Well, Ziggy's gonna get the Ziggy's gonna give the Ziggy, and that being Ziggy Wolf, the owner of the Minnesota Vikings, because. Uh, Mike Zimmer uh, might be a tenuous situation up there in the Twin Cities and in Minneapolis. So Minnesota now falls to five and seven. Look every week, Dave, it's been Minnesota every single week. They've been in a close game and they finally lived too dangerously this afternoon. Well, you
4: were picking up what I was putting down because I was just thinking if there's ever a coach now, maybe the most tenuous, you know, if you're, you got some of those futures first coach to get fired, uh, you might want to uh, to make that call there because that's a that's a devastating yes. loss. After getting the touchdown to take the lead, and your defense mm-hmm. can't hold Detroit mm-hmm. and, and keep them out of the end yeah, zone. Yeah, because
5: Campbell, Campbell, look, Campbell gave it to you there when he went for that fourth down on his sure own did. 28-yard line. And look, somehow, some way, you know, good for the Lions. Uh, they did get a win. And look, it, it's a way for your teasers to go down, but it can only happen any other way.
4: Yeah, my teasers died a quick death along with my over in that ATL game. Also, Cincinnati, not a good day in the early window for yours, truly. Peter Dewey, not a good day today for the Bengals. Uh, uh, Very quickly, we're going to sign off with you there because it looks like now the defense just too much for the Chargers, right? We don't see any comebacks coming here late in this football game.
7: Cincinnati, out of timeouts, Dave. Uh, They were unable to convert on a fourth down on their previous drive, and Los Angeles just milking the clock at this point. Um, But the overhits, uh, Chargers money line, Chargers plus three uh not a bad day for for myself but this was a good game until the the joe Mixon fumble mm-hmm. and that really just opened up the door for the chargers and uh give them credit because they almost chargers chargers this game <laughs> and blew a 24-0 lead but they, they held on to come away with a win big win in the afc playoff picture
4: absolutely peter you do a great job for us here and of course check him out at bedside.com follow him on twitter as i do at peter dewey just waiting for the final uh ticks of the clock there 38 22 chargers Firmly in command there. We do have points in uh, Las Vegas where the uh, Washington football team got a touchdown on their first drive of the game, 7-0. And the Rams had to settle for three after that big return as they take the early lead there, 3-0. West very quickly. In the afternoon wave, and again, we still have one game. We're just waiting for the official final score. But Mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to here in this afternoon slate of games?
5: Yeah, I think when you look uh, going forward, uh, one of the plays I did play, I do have Seattle plus three and a half. San Francisco, look, right in line to get back in that playoff chase. But no Debo Samuel, who's been kind of a revelation for them, really, the uh, last couple weeks in that offense. So he is not going to go. Obviously, a big game. In terms of the AFC North, especially kind of a last stand game for the Steelers here is the Baltimore Ravens now eight and three. Steelers have gotten a little late money. It does go down to four. That looks like we're going to have at the close of business. By the way, Rams already up three to nothing. About three minutes into the game, Aaron Donald just got a uh, fumble of James Robinson. So Rams right there in the red zone Odell, and about Beckham. to be in the end zone now. Uh, now OBJ has them down to the five yard line, first and goal for the Rams.
4: I can hear Michael Lombardi right now. Queue up the Hall of Fame and uh, here come the Super Bowl champion Rams because they normally beat up on the bad teams, Mm -hmm. right? And let's see. I know they were. I know.
5: I know there's a tinge of sarcasm from Michael. I hope he's right because they were always they were my pick to be the NFC representative. Uh, By the way, Dustin Hopkins field goal is good. 41-22 to as my uh, second half under of 27 still hangs in the balance. That now makes it 26. All right, no garbage points there, and you're going
4: to get that win. (laughs) I'm kind of with Michael Lombardi, by the way, on that, that we seem to anoint certain teams after wins, maybe over teams that aren't very good. So the Rams looking good so far. Uh, Let's go out for the first time today to Chris Sheehan. Follow him at the Big She Show, host of By the Book. And uh, Chris, boy. You know, West Coast or East Coast to West Coast and you played on Monday night and got the short week. That didn't seem to bother the Washington football team in that first drive.
8: No, sir. And the last time I was on with you guys a couple of weeks ago, I talked about Washington's balance offensively. How about Taylor Heineke 5-5 five of five to start the game, completing the five different receivers capped off by Logan Thomas with a very nice catch in the back of the end zone. That made it 6 nothing Tech on the extra point. It is Washington ahead 7 Nothing Seven ten to go in the first quarter here. And, yeah, they're running the football, too. Antonio Gibson, four carries, 27 yards here. And Heineke just picking up where he left off. Since their bye week, he's been a 75% completion percentage. Five TDs, just one interception. So, uh, Washington offense humming. Raiders now have the football about midfield here midway through the first quarter.
4: Chris, very quickly, I just have to say I love Washington in this game all week long. And then I got a little scared with all the injuries that I saw on the injury report for this Washington football team, they are kind of duct-taping this thing to- together a little bit today, correct?
8: Yeah, no, and I think most notably, no J.D. McKissick. He just gives you that kind of ground and pound aspect with Gibson, and he's really their pass-catching option there. But, I mean, they've got Curtis Samuel now back in the lineup. He had a catch on that first drive. Dianey Brown, their draft pick out of North Carolina, making his emergence felt with a catch there as well, too. So, listen, in the middle of that D-line, you've still got Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. That'll cause some issues for a Raiders rushing attack that's ranked 27th in the NFL here. So, I mean, Derek Carr, he leads the NFL in passing yards, right? Let's see if he can take it to guys like William Jackson and Kendall Fuller. And uh, Raiders do punt though, so Washington going to get the football back up a touchdown.
5: WFT now minus two and a half, minus a buck twenty-five, forty-seven and a half on the total. If you want to go money line, Washington minus one fifty-five, plus a buck twenty-five on the Las Vegas Raiders. We also have points in Los Angeles. Rams are RA up two scores. And,
4: again, no Darren Waller for the Raiders today. So, they're like crying me a river with that duct tape stuff. Uh, by the way, good news for Wes Reynolds. Second half under is going to come through <laughs> for you. Uh, with we the take Bengals. them by hook
5: or by crook. Anyway, man. you
4: can get them. 41-22 is officially the final score. The Chargers, once that was 24 nothing, then they got to 24-22. The Bengals mm-hmm. had a two-point op- two opportunity to tie it. And then, all of a sudden, they get the last 17 of the game there. So, a final score The uh, early part of the afternoon here is officially over and in the books for the NFL. Uh, I do believe right now, let's go out to uh, Ben Fox back out there at South Point watching the Jags and the Rams. We mentioned more points for L.A. Annoying them, here come the Super Bowl champion Rams.
7: Yeah, guys. First of all, let it be known, I'm a professional. I'm working through the Vikings. <laughs> with that just horrific. I don't even know what that was at the goal line. Wow. Uh, anyway, moving. We're, we're putting that in the past. We're here. Uh, If you could have scripted up a worse start for the Jaguars, I'm not sure what it would be. Obviously, I guess they could have given up a touchdown on the first drive. They give up that field goal, get the ball back on the second rush after a run for two yards. They get a run for one yard. Aaron Donald plucks the ball loose. Rams end up getting the ball and that leads to a Sony Michelle five yard touchdown. It's 10 nothing. We're five minutes in. I think this is exactly the best spot you would have as a Rams backer where the Jaguars, again, not a great offense, already down ten nothing. That was probably only concern was whether it be that defensive type of battle like they had with Buffalo, where they won that game nine to six. I think with them already up ten nothing, you're in a very good position here as a Rams backer.
5: And uh yeah, yeah absolutely. Ten enough and minus twenty and a half currently for the Rams, fifty three and a half the total. I know we didn't get the final score. We kinda had so many things going on, we ignored it. Final in Houston, thirty-one nothing Colts. By the way, the Texans are the first team since the twenty oh two Carolina Panthers to get out shut out by at least thirty points twice in one season. For ESPN stats and info,
4: I, I you know again, we'd never root for anybody to, to possibly lose their job. It's your profession, but you got to wonder about David Culley in Houston after what you've seen this year, and certainly Mike. He's Zimmer. not
5: exactly uh, Delta. You know, a pair of aces, though, in he pre-flop here.
4: So we'll see how that plays out. The Raiders, by the way, were stopped on their initial drive uh, of uh, their first offensive possession of the day. So Washington has the football back there with that 7 nothing lead, still waiting for the kickoff uh, between Seattle um, and uh, San Francisco. So that game has not kicked off. And when we do, we'll go out to Eric at home and get a preview there. But you know, this Washington football team, I mentioned it uh, here, as they get another first down, move it out to about the 26-yard line. I mean, Wes, I'm, I'm starting to get taken by their identity, which is ball control mm-hmm. and play good defense. And this is all without chase young.
5: You're believing a lot more in our, our pal, Rick doc Walker who joins us sometimes during the week. When yes. we filling on Lombardi line. Uh, You're believing, you know, he said, taking it one game at a time, and that's what Ron Rivera has them doing. They are very much starting to get into the playoff chase. Just one spot back of Philadelphia can actually pass them to be number seven. So this would be a huge day today, so a long way to go, but a great start for the Washington football team
4: currently sitting at five and six, and again, with that Minnesota loss, that helps out a lot. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter in every single bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge, whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value prop scenarios. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today, going 19 dollars at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Westbrook. This is week number 13 of the NFL here on the green zone on Beeson. And right now the Baltimore Ravens are moving the football quite well in Pittsburgh right now, but they do have a third and 10 scenario there. The Rams still with that 10, nothing lead over the Jaguars. And we do have a kickoff in Seattle, but unfortunately on the very first play of the game, right. we
5: got a serious injury in this game. Looks like a uh, Talanoga Hufanga, the safety for the 49ers on special teams uh, hurt on the kickoff. Uh, don't know the extent of the injury, but the ambulance is on the field, so play obviously stopped up there in Seattle.
4: Boy, well, I hate to have that on the opening kickoff, and for more on that, let's go out for the first time today. Eric Edholm, follow him, in, him on Twitter at Eric underscore Edholm. Does a great job, obviously, with Yahoo as a sports writer there. Eric, boy, you know, get all excited for the game, 12th man, everything in Seattle, and then you start off the game this way. I know it kind of dampers things here uh, after kickoff
6: yeah it sure does right on the kickoff I, I i could be wrong wes uh not trying to step on your toes it looked like it may have been trenton cannon who hit some friendly fire uh, against his teammate which may have been hufanga on that play they brought out the uh, ambulance they brought out the uh the flatback board there and they're taking him off the field best uh you know thoughts and prayers go to him hope for a full recovery and obviously nothing goes wrong there uh game will start uh, in earnest here pretty quickly as the 49ers have won three in a row coming in jimmy garoppolo's been hot they currently hold one of those NFC wild card spots, Seattle, opposite end of the spectrum. They've been pretty bad since the buyback in week nine. Russell Wilson, the offense, really haven't gotten going. Uh, no Debo Samuel for the 49ers today. Also, no Fred Warner on defense. And interestingly, Adrian Peterson, who was just signed to the the Seahawks, is active in this one. I guess they they really are in win now mode, as uh, people have said this week. But uh Minus three at the kickoff 49ers, the favorites over under total of 44 and a half. And uh, again, uh, best uh, thoughts and wishes here for uh, Trenton Cannon. I believe this is the one who got hurt. Yeah, it, it uh, is, uh, Eric. You're, you're,
5: you're right. It was corrected. Uh, Cannon and Hufanga look like mm. they collided on that kick return. It is yes. Trenton Cannon, the uh Running back out of Virginia State uh, was a 6th round pick by the Jets in 2018. So hopefully everything works out with that injury there, but obviously play stopped after the opening kickoff in Seattle.
4: Absolutely hate to see that, but hopefully he's going to be okay. We'll find out if we get any injury update. And again, Dr. Terrell Julian, we might need his services uh, later on this afternoon. Uh, Maybe you can give us an update uh, later on as this afternoon progresses. But right now for the first time today, it's always a pleasure to have Tank Williams join us here. Again, follow him on Twitter at Tank Williams, former DB in this league. I don't know how you ever played DB with the rules they way are they are today, Tank. I'm not going to get off <laughs> on my soapbox just right. yet. But uh, so far, this Ravens and Steelers first drive of the game for Baltimore. Tank thinks it's looking really good here for the boys from Charm City.
9: Yeah, about what you would expect, too. I mean, after Lamar had that game that he had last week, you expect him to come out playing better ball. I mean, he said he wanted to kind of harp and linger on that bad performance. And it shows. I mean, they were doing a really good job of running the ball, using his legs, also being really effective in the short pass game. And so, I mean, the way I look at this game, I mean, I know it opened at um, minus, uh, I think it opened at 45, and then it kind of ticked down to 44 as far as, like, the point total. I'm looking for this one to hopefully go over. You know, I'm always, you know, begging for some points and stuff like that. But I feel like both of these teams could be explosive. Pittsburgh, they're coming off a beatdown. They want to come out and put up a better showing as well. So I feel like both of these teams would be motivated to play a really good game. And so that's why I'm hoping that a lot of points would be generated. But it looks like Baltimore just shot themselves in the foot. Well, little, a, a, delay games, a delay maybe. is going
4: to bail him out. Actually, tank on yeah. that. One.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson was almost on the other side of You're the right. 50. There, there was a right? <laughs> bingo. There, almost lost the ball, but nevertheless, 9:29 left to go. No points here it is going to be a delay of game, and it hit the man in motion, mm. and that's what happened. Ball scatters, and Lamar Jackson uh, running almost to his 40 or the 45 of the Steelers. So now second and 24 for the. Ravens.
4: Okay. So again, about a, a five and a half minute drive to open up this game and tank very quickly. You mentioned that Lamar Jackson wants to kind of get that stench, even though they got the victory last week with those four, t- four picks as a DB. Do you think he might be able to get a, a guy on something here? If he's maybe doesn't have the same confidence he had a week ago.
9: Uh, actually, I don't worry about Lamar coming in with confidence. I feel like he goes into every game with confidence. He may have to deal with some struggles every now and then, uh, but I feel like he always goes into the game, understand that if he can execute the game plan that's in front of him, that he should have a successful day. And when you look at it on the flip side, too, the Pittsburgh Steelers are dealing with a bunch of injuries, specifically Joe Hayden, not playing on the outside. I mean, a lot of teams on the offensive side of the ball have been taking advantage of that. And I would expect Lamar to do the same thing. I think that Marquise Brown could have himself a day. And when I was actually looking at the prop, too, Lamar Jackson, 65 and a half rush yards. I mean, I feel like that should be an easy over because I think the way that they try to get Lamar into the game plan is him using his legs. So I feel like that will be a pretty good bet today.
4: Okay, so right now that very first drive continuing, but guess what happened?
5: He threw it up. He got rushed out to the right, and that is picked off, so nothing doing for the Ravens.
4: And that's what I was getting at there. Sometimes guys coming off those four-pick games, boy, you just don't expect him in this situation. You're literally throwing away points there. Uh, That ball is picked. So the Ravens get turned away.
5: He was trying to hit Andrews in the back of the end zone.
4: Terrible throw. Meanwhile, in Seattle, we just have a developing situation. We mentioned the injury uh, off the opening kickoff. And uh, now that they've gotten back into play, I believe we had a fake punt scenario because it looked like San Francisco had a three and out. Mm -hmm. So right now, let's go back out to Eric Edholm and Eric, you know, Pete Carroll, sometimes much maligned, conservative, doesn't go for it on fourth down. What about the trickeration he just pulled to get the first score of the day against the Niners?
6: Yeah, pretty looking fake, guys. You know, the punter kind of made it seem like the snap was Aaron. He kind of dives to the side. All eyes are drawn on him. Meanwhile, Travis Homer, the former University of Miami running back, who, uh, who's had a couple of decent rushing games in the NFL, took this one. A long way. I didn't get the final uh distance on the touchdown, but it was long. Longest play, longest rush from scrimmage by the Seahawks this <laughs> season and a shocking seven-nothing lead. I think they're calling it now a 73-yard wow. touchdown for Homer. So beat your heart out, Adrian Peterson. Can't do that, I bet. So
9: 73 uh,
5: yards on a fake punt is the longest rush of the year for Seattle. So in honor of one of the more famous Homers, woo! <laughs> little Homer Simpson there. 73 yards for Travis Homer. By the way, I do want to update. Trenton Cannon was taken off for the 49ers in that ambulance. He was moving his left hand, so that's at least sign. moving the extremities. It probably, you know, looked like not going to diagnose it, but neck, because that, that's what they, they put it in a brace there. But nevertheless, Seattle with a touchdown on the board, 7-0. Seahawks Ooh. now minus 2.5, minus 125. 50 and a half pretty good Homer Simpson. You did there as well. So
4: again, uh, yeah, we're hoping that can is going to be okay. Again, uh, the Virginia tech product, uh, we'll try to get an update, but that's a, a pretty good sign. Wes, uh, to your point there. So till still 10, nothing by the way, a uh, Rams right now over the Jags, about four minutes to go there. Uh, Ravens turned away, obviously for points with a bad pick by Lamar Jackson. And it looks like uh, the Raiders just had to punt the football away back to the Washington football team. So let's go out to Chris Sheehan for more on that. And Chris, Again, I'm starting to buy in, and, you know, Wes and I alluded to it. We like to have Rick Doc Walker on with us on the Lombardi line here. And even after last week's win, he, he basically said, hey, you know, I don't want to hear anything about playoffs with this football team. But you look up and you see Minnesota with a bad loss today to Detroit, and what potentially could happen today with Seattle in San Francisco with Seattle with that early lead. Boy, if you can hold on to this early lead out in Las Vegas, I wonder if this team starts thinking about the playoffs here as a real possibility. <sighs>
8: Yeah, I heard that conversation with Rick Doc Walker. I couldn't agree more. This is a game that you've got to win against a Las Vegas Raiders team that is coming in 6 and 5 but has dealt with numerous issues this year on and off the field and now they're struggling on offense to start the game here you just had josh jacobs grinding out a seven yard run but forced to punt there was a penalty and you're talking about the virginia tech product i believe the alabama product leatherwood the center there for the raiders called for a holding penalty there wouldn't matter but um yeah i was thinking watching that sec game prior to last i'm like (laughs) man alabama could really use him at center but i guess they were fine either way plowing over georgia yesterday but when it comes to this game yeah Washington, Taylor Heineke getting it done. Uh, Very efficient on that first drive, 5 of 5, as I mentioned earlier, connecting with Logan Thomas for the score there. It is right now Washington with the football on their side of the field, second and four, Antonio Gibson grinding out a couple yards. So third and short, Washington finding themselves there a couple times now. You want to get to third and short, and that's where they're at late in the first quarter.
4: Chris, we see here the adjusted total here with this quick lead at 46.5 for the total. And I got burned last week on Monday night uh, taking the over with Seattle and Washington. Not so much that, that Washington couldn't move the football, but very quickly, they like to ball control this thing right here, right? So what, what do you make of that total here adjusted to 46 and a half?
8: Oh, I liked the under in this contest. If I could do a little live betting in Maryland, I would jump on that myself (laughs) here. We're coming close in our state to having legalized sports betting, but for now, yes, I can only advocate for that live under.
4: We'll talk to Governor Hogan and see if we can get that switched around there in in Maryland. And I'm with Chris.
5: I played the under on this as well.
4: I think that feels like a smart way to go. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here. And VEASAN will update all those numbers for you on VEASAN, the sports betting network. with the lock of the year. Simply face a $10 money on wager on any pro football game and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code decent 200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before. with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use bonus code decent 200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligible restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds right here on the Green Zone on VEASAN. Right now for an update over at South Point. We're going to go over to Ben Fox watching the Jaguars and the Rams. 10-0 last we saw. Ben, what are you seeing so far from L.A. and Jacksonville? All right, we'll try to get back out to Ben Falks over there at um, South Point Casino here in just a little bit. But we mentioned we Mm -hmm. had 7-0 Seattle. Then all of a sudden, Seattle got the football back after a stop. But it looks like a quick turnover there has flipped the script there as Seattle gives it up. Sam Fran does cash in. That game is tied up. We'll tell you how that happened in just a second. But Let's go back out to Ben Fox uh, over at South Point. And, Ben, if we have you now, how about the Rams and Jags? And, again, you knew it was going to be an uphill battle here if you are a Jags backer today. What are you seeing so far?
7: Yeah, fellas, sorry. I was on mute. Still so upset from that earlier <laughs> uh, game. No, I'm, g- I'm going to let it go. I promise. Uh, A good little drive from the Jaguars here. A nice response. They converted on a fourth down earlier. Uh, It's been a little smoke and mirrors, I would say. I would probably lean to an in-game under here if Mm. the Jaguars score, especially if they score a touchdown here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, a third and eight, hit a nice scramble. I believe they just got a first down off of a Jalen Ramsey taunting penalty off a very short Jaguars (laughs) run. So, it's one of those things, the Jaguars don't have very many weapons on offense. When you have Jalen Ramsey, potentially they can take one of them out. Then you end up having Laquan Treadwell, the old Minnesota Vikings draft pick, actually with a catch and a first down earlier in the drive. Esmond particular clean offensive drive for the Jaguars. So they have been moving the ball down the field, but nothing where I'd say they've really found something against the Rams yet.
4: Yeah, Very quickly, Ben, again, on that uh, 10 points here for the, for the Rams early on, we know they got a turnover to help set them up for one of those. What's going on with this Rams offense? Because if you're an overbacker, right, you're expecting the Rams to do a lot of the the due diligence today to to get that over to to hit. Is this offense to you against the Jaguars defense? as is spotty at best. Are they showing signs that they might be able to move the ball at will today?
7: Yeah, I would honestly say we don't really know yet uh, because they had one possession that was deep off, came in deep in Jaguars territory off of that kickoff return. And we had the second possession that was also deep in the Jaguars territory off of that fumble. So one of them, they didn't really move the ball. They kicked a field goal. One of them, they went, I want to say, around 35 yards for the touchdown. So they haven't actually had to sustain a drive yet Again, it's the Jaguars. So you figure they probably will get that going. But I think in terms of a long possession, we haven't really seen that yet. Uh, we'll see what happens with this Jaguars possession here, and that'll probably be the Rams' first kind of long possession coming up next. Okay,
4: Carlos Hyde just punched it in, Ben. So uh, Jacksonville gets on the board 10-6, to 6, a fighting Irvin Myers right now fighting back. So again, and again, it's off the board right now. We'll see where that total goes to here uh, now that the Jags have scored. But, you know, I, I do look at it, and, and Wes, I, almost, I tweeted out this morning just saying, boy, you know, Rams don't win this game. They haven't won a game. Mm-hmm. since the Von Miller trade. Think of that. They've lost three in a row here. So it feels like the get right spot. But boy, you're asking the, the, the Rams to, to lay a lot of points pre-flop if you think that they are going to get right.
5: To and that. this did get slightly bet up to 14, pretty much across the board, including Bet MGM. It was pretty much 13, just kind of laid there all week. Rams saw a little bit of money. That extra point, by the way, is good. Now 10 to 7, 13, 23 left to go. We'll have to get, and actually, we do have the updated line. Rams uh, minus 15 and a half, 51 and a half. I believe that's going to be adjusted. It, they might have made a mistake there because I think it'd be less than that in a three point game.
4: You would think so. So we'll see what those numbers do, in fact, go to. We mentioned the craziness going on out there in the Pacific Northwest. Let's go back out to Eric Edholm. And Eric, after that great fake punt, you get the longest uh, rush of the year here on a fake punt, take that 7 nothing lead, then you get a stop of San Francisco. Everything looked good for Seattle. Well, then what happened?
6: Yeah, the uh, fighting Travis Homers have a game all of a sudden. There was a uh, fumble immediately after Russell Wilson hit Gerald Everett really close to the line of scrimmage. 49ers recovered. Next play, Jimmy Garoppolo went right for the uh, carotid arteries. He hit George Kittle on a 24-yard touchdown, and just like that, the game is tied. Seattle's been throwing short a lot. They only had minus one uh, offensive yard, not counting that that homer run on the fake, but they are trying to open things up. Just got Lockett involved, but it's 7-7, seven to seven, less than five minutes into this game with a with a pregame total of 44.5. We could possibly be looking at it over here if the offense keeps up here and uh, keep this uh, barnstormer going here. Well,
4: Eric, there, to your point there, it's now adjusted to 55.5. 55.5, yeah. right? I mean, I don't think we saw the, this many points coming. I don't think we can keep counting on fake punts and turnovers, can we?
6: I don't believe so either. Obviously, Russell Wilson, you know, the glare has kind of caught, gone on him the last couple of games as he's tried to fight back from this finger injury, working 28 hours a day or whatever he's claimed to do hyperbaric chambers and, you know, special devices and all that and help from his wife. But right now they've got to help him out with a real run game, not just on the fakes. And also yards after the catch doesn't look like they'll be going deep a lot today, at least unless they're setting it up for later. Everything's been pretty short and it's been uh, dependent on the receivers making plays.
5: Yeah, I think Seattle needs to call some more screen passes. I'm sure San Francisco not going to be expecting that. By the way, that last carry was Adrian Peterson, who did put the ball on the ground. Mm-hmm. That is a catch from DK Metcalf, but I do not think it is going to be in bounds. Hell of an adjustment on that ball, but Russell Wilson you know, kind of missed that one, just overthrew him a little bit, let him out of bounds, so it's going to be fourth and three Seattle punting.
4: You mentioned Adrian Peterson putting the ball on the turf. They got very lucky to get that football back. Seattle did One of the linemen did fall on it. But again, that ball is out of bounds, so Seattle will have to punt it back now uh, in a tie game nine minutes ago in the first quarter. So a lot of early points here, a lot of craziness in the first six minutes of that game is San Francisco. They don't fake it this time. They do punt it away. San Fran will get the ball back. Uh, as this is going to be down inside the 10-yard line. Well, their
5: line. punt unit's been freaking awesome been for really Seattle, good. at least. I, I kind of sound like – I remember Lou Holtz used to always do that in college football when he was coaching. He's like, well, they got the best punt return t- coverage in the country. You know, he'd always find a way to compliment an opponent, even if he was like a 50-point favorite over hey, him or something.
4: sometimes that third unit, the special teams is overlooked. So far, it's been really big for Seattle as they are tied up with San Francisco. Let's get back out to Christiane, watching what's going on he- out here – in Las Vegas between the Washington Football Team and the Raiders, and right now we mentioned the most pass yards here in the NFL, Derek Carr. But uh, right now that Washington defense, like we kind of alluded to, Chris, they're they're playing pretty good defense to start off this football game.
8: Checkdown Carr is in full effect. Yes, 10 of 12, but he missed Deshaun Jackson, who was wide open across the field, settling for Josh Jacobs. I will give Carr credit. He did find Hunter Renfro on third and short. They had Edwards going deep down the field. The linebackers hesitated just enough for Renfro to get underneath them, make the catch and convert, but they had the potential for a big play, did not take advantage of that. Washington still holding up. On to a seven-nothing lead here, midway through the second quarter, as Kenyon Drake now with the football. Raiders have the ball midfield here, trying to get their first score.
4: Yeah, and the Washington football team thought they might have a fumble, but it looks like Drake's knee was down. It was down, so that's not going to be a fumble. And really, to be quite honest, it looks like a painful potential injury here for, for Drake as he got kind of bent backwards. Yeah, he knee.
5: did. There was about oh. three. Uh, White jerseys and maroon helmets right around there, bending him backwards. So uh, we shall see as the uh, Rams do hit a big play to Jacksonville territory. Cooper cap Matt, uh, or actually no, that was not. That was Skoronic yeah. from Northwestern. So uh, Rams now driving down San Francisco going to have the ball back seven to seven. I believe San Francisco back to a three and a half point favorite in the end game. I took Seattle three and a half and those three and a halves disappeared over the weekend and it did close three. So uh Seahawks did at least get some support.
4: You know, I kid about uh you know anointing the Rams here when they play the bad teams and they, you know like they they went east a lot earlier in the year and beat up on some bad football teams like the Giants. Uh they're not beating up on the Jags right now. It's ten to seven here and I know I don't think you like this game pre-flop here. It did go all the way up to 14, as you mentioned. How do you handicap the Rams these days?
5: Yeah, it, it's a, it's very hard, it too, because uh, I was kind of looking at that. I was like, you know, when you see the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I mentioned it with the Lions, you know, you might not get the max. You get effort, but you might not get the max real focused performance every single week. But every couple, two or three weeks, Jacksonville actually looks somewhat competent. They just don't do it all 18 weeks of the season. So they didn't do it against San Francisco a couple weeks ago. But maybe this is one of those spots as Matthew Stafford takes a sack.
4: Again, so we'll just keep watching that there. 10-7 now, Ram. Remember, they're up 10-0. Kind of feel like, all right, they're going to be able to cruise to a victory here. Not so far and not so fast here against Jacksonville, 10-7 there. We have a turnover again in Seattle. Good news for the boys in blue. We'll tell you all about it and how that affects the live numbers when you come back with us right here on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: 18 plus.